Hi, guys. Welcome to Daily Cafefi with Carter and Carrie. If you are listening on a podcast app or any place other than YouTube, or if you are listening on YouTube, uh, we wanted to ask that the best way you can help us right now to grow is if you hit subscribe to us on YouTube so we have more subscribers. Uh, I think that's more important than doing anything else at the moment, wouldn't you say, Carter? Yes, I would say that. I, I caught you taking a sip of coffee. That's, it's actually Good just. Morning. I'm not really. I'm not much of a coffee guy. It ruins the taste of my cream and sugar. Oh. Um, I tried very hard in college to to get addicted to coffee and it didn't work. Um, although I like coffee beans. I don't know. So I what kind some, of tea are you having? It's not even good. It's some kind of English breakfast tea. I'm not using the. I'm not using the good tea. My wife has like gets me really good tea, um, but. I'm lame and using a tea bag that says black tea on it or English breakfast, black tea. So what are you going to do? Um, yeah. Good morning, Carrie. Uh, so can we talk? I mean, I don't know what you want to talk about today. Cause I like not talking about it until we start the show. Uh, but I'm really, I'm really annoyed at Twitter and not annoyed. I'm concerned about Twitter I don't want to preface by saying I don't I don't think the company should be regulated. I do think what they're doing might be cause for uh, lawsuits for fraud because they're misrepresenting themselves. But regardless of what legal action should or shouldn't be taken against Twitter, um, moral condemnation is completely appropriate. And I think we should all start to be concerned. It's 2019. The 2020 election is next year. Obviously, Twitter has a horse in the game. They do not want Trump. Um, no one that works at Twitter wants Trump, I would imagine. Um, and not only that, they're uh, you know they're more pushed. They're more led by the social justice ideology and the, the far left than they are by you know traditional Demo- Democrats. And it's pretty clear at this point that they are. I mean, it's been clear in the past, but they're just getting more bold about what they're willing to allow and what they're willing to, and what they ban. And one of the examples I want to give is, you know, so do you know Michael Morrison? Have you heard of, he has an Office of Mike account and he ran the AOC press parody account. Have you heard about this guy? I barely heard about this. Give me the, a good refresher. So um, he's got, yeah, he's a normal kind of guy. He's Jewish. He thinks there's a Jewish conspiracy at this point because uh, he had some, several of his Jewish friends were suspended last night. But he, he ran a Twitter account called Office of Mike, uh, which is just, you know, funny and uh, obviously political in a way that Twitter didn't like. Um, and he had about, I think he had a little over 50,000 subscribers to Office of Mike. And then a while, had, yeah, almost 60. Yeah, okay. And then a while ago, he started um, this account that was AOC Press. And it was Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's Press. It was a parody account. And when he first, and he ended up having uh, somewhere around 85,000 subscribers there. And when he, when he started the account, Twitter said to him, hey, um, you have to make it clear it's a parody or else, you know, you violate our terms. Here's how to do it. And he did it and he was in complete compliance. So both in the bio and in the name or description or name or whatever it said, parody. It's a parody account. It's very clear that it was a parody account. Um, in fact, I probably have here. Let me, let me actually pull this up for people who are uh, able to see it. I saw it. It says it right in the, like, yeah. like press office AOC or something. Parody, really big. 
Right, right. So here, here's the account. So uh, right there, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez press release parody. And then the, the description says, I'm the boss. You mad, bro? Parody. So <laughs> is this no a parody? Question. Right, yeah. <laughs> no question. And the kind of stuff he tweeted on it, I have a few examples. So he, so actually here's the suspension. So what they said, so yeah, let me, I actually haven't said what happened. Last night, Twitter suspended permanently both his AOC press account and his personal account, both accounts. And the reason they gave is your account has been permanently suspended for violating rules, fake accounts. You may not register or create fake account and misleading accounts. While you may use Twitter pseudonymously or as parody, commentary or fan account, you may not use misleading account information in order to engage in spamming, abuse, or disruptive behavior. It's, it was labeled parody. You may also not have duplicate or substantially similar content replies or mentions over multiple accounts. I don't know what the hell that actually means, but they shut down both of his account, both of his accounts. And you can notice at the bottom here, it says this account will not be reinstated. So Twitter is wow. going out. He's got, like you said, I think you said close to 60,000. I didn't realize it was that high. Close to 60,000 followers on his main account and 85,000 on AOC parody. And just to give you an idea, here's some of the stuff that AOC parody tweeted. Uh, once Joe Biden announces he's running, I will fully endorse him. The other candidates just rub me the wrong way. <laughs> um, I have a few. Oh, yeah, he got banned for being funny and effective. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Notre Dame fire is a reminder to all of us the danger of climate change. Um, oh. <laughs> press, press release. We want to commend Jesse Smollett on creating two jobs for two wonderful immigrants. <laughs> And this is my favorite of the, of the ones that are popular. If socialism doesn't work, then explain to me how Bernie Sanders has become a millionaire being a socialist. <laughs> so, he's got, he had some great, great accounts um, or some great, great tweets. And, and he's banned. He's banned. Okay. Yeah. So, so that I, I, I'm going to interrupt just for one second, because I want to underline your point about for no reason other than the, this to me is another one that's very clear that I think everyone should start talking about that just like the Paul Joseph Watson thing, what has he done that's violated any terms of service? Nothing. They're yeah, going I mean, after him. Even better, this is a better example to me than Paul Joseph Watson because yeah. he's not even like Paul Joseph Watson gets like in your face politically and like makes real political arguments. This guy, he's just, it's, it's memes. He's making fun of AOC in an account clearly labeled parody, it is. It pisses me off, Carrie, because they are Twitter is is actively trying to influence politics in this country in in a very obvious way. And you know, you got we have to stand up to them. And I don't know what that means exactly, other than put a lot of pressure on them, jump platforms. I mean, you know, I'm a big fan of some of these guys just all jumping platforms so we can follow them. Um. But uh, yeah, this is, this is Twitter manipulating the national conversation, which happens on Twitter to a large extent. Um, and it, and we, I, I don't think we should belittle this. We can't just say, oh, well, it's social media, right? Because the mainstream media doesn't talk about it anyway, or the, what I guess I'm, I'm calling now the legacy media. They don't talk about this anyway, because uh, even when they're on the same side as some of these people, uh, so even Fox, I don't think talks about this much. They might have a little bit, but, uh, they don't, they don't talk about it because Twitter is a competition. 
right? These people are, all these people are competition. The legacy media doesn't talk about this crap because it's competition. They don't, they don't want you following this guy. They want you tuning into Hannity or whatever the hell. Yeah. You know, some crap that they're pushing. Maybe Fox talked about it. I'm just giving an example here. Um, Well, okay. So let me ask you a question. So I, last night I was watching a Mark Dice video. So Mark Dice, I would put in a similar category as Paul Joseph Watson, if you accept different, a little bit different styles, but I put them in the similar category because they're both like, ah, like in your face and they're both conservative and they're pro-Trump, I guess. And they, but they do some concise like news and commentary and Dice is a little bit more comedy pair. Like he does some funny stuff. Like he takes Brian, what's that guy's name from CNN? Brian Stelzer. Oh, Stetzler. Stetzler. <laughs> he takes videos of him yeah. and then he redoes the audio in a really high pitched voice, but he has him redo all the same exact dialogue. So he has him <laughs> now, whenever I watch that guy on CNN, I'm like, why is he not using his real voice? Cause I'm so used to hearing Mark Dice do his voice like this. <laughs> <laughs> so he's also like squarely in the comedy area. Anyway, I was watching him last night in a video where he was talking about this purge and he had footage of Nadler and some other Democrats just talking about how this idea that conservatives are being purged from social media or censored in any way is complete fabrication, you know, complete fake news. Those guys are full of crap. That made me so angry seeing that. Oh yeah. Um, They're lying. Yeah, they're lying. Well, the other thing he did was he was saying, I'm, we, I'm getting tired of us just talking about it on these talking about social media bannings on social media. Right. Like, like, so he put up the numbers for U.S. Congress switchboard and for the White House. Now, I know that you don't want regulation, but also, but I do think there's something to be said for calling and complaining the way that the SJWs call and complain all the time. Do you think it's worth it to give those numbers out or not? I, don't I mean, know. you can if you want. I actually don't think it will help that much. Okay. It could, but you can. Um, I would exactly. say, honestly, what needs to happen is... Uh, I think lawsuits need to happen. I think lawsuits over fraud need to happen because here's the argument I would make. You put up your terms of service. I invested time and energy building accounts, um, which benefited you monetarily because that's how you monetize. Right. And then you, in uh, at best case, you selectively apply your terms of service. Worst case, you were just ignoring your terms of service and blatantly uh, suspending me or changing the, the terms on me. Um, and I, I think you could make a case that that's fraud. Twi- I mean, Twitter also publicly talks about how they want to enable a conversation and don't worry. I mean, Vijaya they on- about how they want to be a First Amendment platform. Right, Vijaya Liars. on- Liars. Don't worry. If you're, not, if you're not the kind of person who's like going after people and harassing them directly and really, you know, getting mobs after them and, you know, saying super nasty things, you know, you don't worry about it. You have nothing to worry about, people. But that is not true. The only reason Twitter is not going after people like us, frankly, or anyone, not that we're, as, we're nowhere near as funny as this guy, but- the only reason Twitter isn't going after other people is that we're smaller and less influential. That's it. That is it. This is all about influence. The AOC, second you get a following, yeah. The second you get a following, and they think that it's bad, that, and they think it's influential enough, you're done. They come after you for some stupid thing, and and in this case, they didn't even bother to 
explain anything other than you're not allowed to have a parody account except for here's how you have a parody. It's, it's, they didn't even follow their own rules. Their, their own suspension email is contradictory, right? Yeah. So, so they don't, they just don't care. They don't. They don't care. care. Well, so for anyone who does want to call, I do want to, since I mentioned it, let me just put this out there. Okay. If you want to call the U S Congress switchboard and, t- and they'll direct you to your congressman, we can leave a comment and let them know how much you're sick of social media censorship, targeted ideological censorship. The phone number for the Congress is 202-224-3121. And then he also gave the White House comment number. We can leave a comment for the White House about how important this is to you. 202-456-1111. Can we have that flash on the screen later? Like a, a yeah, <laughs> I, I get to play with Final Cut. I'll flash yeah. on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a call in now. Um, so related to this, uh-huh. if you act today, you get a free set of steak knives. <laughs> we'll give you a free cup of coffee. <laughs> Call your congressman. Um, I was going to say, oh, another Mark Dice pointed out, like you said, influential people. They're just having trouble figuring out how to ban some of the influential people. So they have a sweet spot. They can go after people with huge influence in platforms like Alex Jones. Those are easy targets. Um, but people somewhere in the, like people like Jordan Peterson, they're going to have a much harder time deplatforming him or people like, um, Ben Shapiro, they're gonna have a much harder time. So their sweet spot is down here. Actually, those people have huge followings, you know, Dave Rubin, they're going after people like this guy, officer Mike, um, who have like 50 or 60,000. It's not like they're in the million range. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's, so those are the, it's like, I would say like mid-level, mid to high level people. Um, if they don't have a really great public consensus that you're a terrible person, like they do with Alex, Alex Jones, then it's hard for them to take you out. So you can get big enough that it's hard. And, and you know who made this point to me that you get big enough that they can't take you out? Friggin' Oliver Darcy at CNN. Oliver Darcy is the guy who led so he's supposed to be a journalist, right? He's the guy who led um, the witch hunt after Alex Jones to get him taken off all the platforms. Yep. This is activists pretending to be a journalist. So when, right. when he accomplished it, he's like celebrating on Twitter, right? So he posted uh, after this recent purge, he said, oh, I don't need to find it. because I mean the one, the, the purge with uh, Paul Joseph Watson and those people? Yeah, the purge this past week with Paul Joseph Watson, who does not at all deserve to be taken down. You know, Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, Louis Farrakhan, uh, Alex Jones. Milo was already banned from Twitter, but whatever. Yeah, and Jones was already banned from those places too. Laura Loomer. But so he, after this most recent purge, he actually, he tweeted, Oliver Darcy at CNN tweeted, um, what, it, what's, what is the difference between, what is the difference between President Donald Trump's Twitter feed and InfoWars? Right. And I was like, wow, okay, this guy, this dolt is making a point that he may not even realize he's making, which is in exactly what is the difference? You guys are arbitrarily going after people. You could easily apply those same rules to Trump or to anyone, you or me, whoever. Um, what is the difference indeed? And I asked friends about this and this uh, liberal friend said, that he, um, we got really specific because I was very curious. He agrees with the banning of Alex Jones and InfoWars. Uh, he thinks that President Trump should be banned according to the same rules, that there is no difference, that in his mind, the only difference is that Trump is too big to be banned. Well, so 
actually, um, so Jack actually talked about this, I think, in, in Rogan, uh, on Rogan. And I think what he's, his answer was, you have to read between the lines a little bit, but I think, I think I'm talking about Jack Dorsey, for those of you who don't know, uh, who's the, the founder and CEO of Twitter. Uh, he, he, he seems to be making the case that, yeah, Trump would be banned, but um, because he's the president, they don't feel like they can ban him um, and still be giving people access to po- the political sphere that they need to be. So like he's balancing this idea of like, yes, I would ban Trump, but he's the president. And so if we ban him, then people will be upset that like they can't have access to their politician in some way. And so he kind of gave him extra points. Uh, it's like banning immunity for, for being the president. But he did imply that like, if Trump, like when Trump ceases to be the president. Oh, they're totally going to ban him. They, I, they may just ban him. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's uh, what this guy was saying to me. He should be banned, but he's the president, you know? So, well, who else is off limits then? Are all politicians off limits? This guy that you told me about yesterday, who's trying to dox little kids. So wait, I want to act. Can I play his Sorry. video? This, 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 <laughs> yeah, this guy, so yesterday, so this banning, ha- I didn't mean to, wait, do you have another point to make or do you? No, I'm just saying, does okay. it apply to all politicians? Is that why that guy is still there? Right. So he- here we go. Oh, by the way, um, I mean, I guess that just means run for office and they can't ban you, but okay, here we go. <laughs> so this guy, this Alex guy's Jones, name. Alex Jones for president. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, this guy is like the, the, this guy's one of the biggest douchebags I've ever met. His name not met, seen. Uh, let's see. Let me let's put him over here. So his name is Brian Sims. He is uh, a representative in the Pennsylvania government from Philly. And Before I play this, can I say one thing about him too? Sure. Okay, this will give you an idea about how SJW this guy is. His entire feed is the most over-the-top SJW I've ever seen. But he's got a pinned tweet that says, In your corner, are you trans, genderqueer, non-binary, or two-spirit? And feeling like you've got no one in your corner? You've got me. And goes on. Like, that's his... Yeah, I mean, he, he, in that video, he uses the word two-spirit, like, seriously. Two-spirit? That's not a thing, buddy. Um, but, yeah, he's... Uh, yeah, he's clearly, I mean, that video has been shared around the internet a little bit, just people mocking him for like trying to get a trans date or something. He's just totally, uh, yeah, douche. So I'm not going to play this whole thing, but this guy, let's, let's give you some context here. This guy is, um, he's outside of Planned Parenthood in Philly, and there's a small group of what looked like uh, maybe one older person and then some high school women, I'm not sure their age um and they are literally all they're doing is standing outside of planned parenthood praying now it doesn't matter where you stand on abortion um this this is what they're doing they're they're, they have a disagreement if you're pro-abortion they have a disagreement with you which is allowed and they're standing outside on the sidewalk they're not they don't appear there's no evidence that they're harassing anyone or anything they're praying so here's here's what he does Hi everyone, uh, Representative Brian Sims here, and I'm once again out in front of Planned Parenthood of Southeastern Pennsylvania. Uh, it's not only in my district, it's the most 
heavily protested Planned Parenthood, I, I believe in the country, and today's protester. Now, she is an old white lady who's gonna try to avoid showing you her face. Um, but the same laws, and luckily, that protect her from being out here also protect me from showing you who she is. And so my hope is, is that you'll donate $100 for every extra hour that this woman is out here telling people what's right for their bodies. So I have a couple questions for you, ma'am. How, how many children have you clothed today? I'm sorry, I missed your answer. How many children have you clothed today? How about how many children have you put shoes on their feet today? Have you fed any children today? Or have you just stood out in front of a Planned Parenthood shaming people for something that they have a constitutional right to do? Huh? If you're here about the children, you can pray at home for children. It's probably the same place that you can feed a child, but you're not. Instead, you're out here shaming people for something that they have a constitutional right to do. You're shaming others wrong. I have something to say, but he also is wrong. Shame every out of catching up to everybody. Maybe tell her what the cops do for right for their body. This is how they show up in front of Parliament. Uh, yeah, there's another. So that this is him shaming her. There's there's another video where he goes after this small group of um, teenagers. Okay, so here's the video. Here's the video of him uh, humiliating teenagers. That was the old lady. I I got them. I got them mixed up. But here's the here's the one where he's humiliating teenagers. This is a shorter one, so we can watch the whole thing. Uh, here we go. This is Representative Brian Sims. Representative Brian Sims here, and I am outside the Planned Parenthood at Southeastern Pennsylvania. Oh, no, they're leaving now. What we've got here is a bunch of protesters, a bunch of pseudo-Christian protesters who've been out here shaming young girls for being here. He calls them pseudo-Christian. I've got $100 to anybody who will identify any of these three. So we're so I'm going to donate to Planned Parenthood. I'm going to donate to Planned Parenthood. So look, a bunch of white people standing out in front of a Planned Parenthood, shaming people. There's nothing Christian about what you're doing. Nothing Christian at all about what you're doing. Hi, nothing Christian or loving or godly about what you're doing. So I've got $100 to anybody who will identify. $100. If you got some friends out here, 100 bucks. It'd be easier if you just give me your name and your address. So this, this guy is yelling, uh, you're, you're not being Christian and loving. <laughs> and, and, and the one girl's like, I'm not white. And the lady's like, we're just, we're just praying. We're just praying. Yeah, so he's a couple things here. I love the way he says at the beginning, Representative Brian Sims here was, this is the new politician, okay? It's always been bad, but now it's truly atrocious. You have these people who want to be celebrities. They're just friggin' grandstanding virtue signaling online. That's it. It's like- Yep, at, at other people's expense. At other people's expense. And, you know, uh, this guy doesn't deserve to have a YouTube channel, much less to be representing any no. district or who does he represent? He's in Philly. He's in um, Philly, so yeah, I assume he's member a... of the Pennsylvania House of Representatives. Okay, then he then he says bunch of white people like it's an insult, which they do. SJW say this. This right. is the, this is like the day I told you. Whenever somebody says something like that, you should just respond with like, oh, oh, you're so you're racist. Oh, okay, like that. That's what that is. That's racism. Sorry. This is you know? exactly what Josh Denny was telling us. Remember, he got he got in trouble for the tweet saying like straight white male is the new N word, and what he meant by that was like people use it derogatorily. Yeah, they use it as an insult. This person used it as an insult. A bunch of white people. And then right. one, one girl's like, I'm not white, which she ignores. <laughs> right. And the lady's like, we're just praying, which yeah. she ignores. Right. Um, that, little, that little kid, the boy at the end, what, that guy is more of an adult than this representative. That yeah, guy absolutely. has so much composure. 
that represented that guy, Brian Sims, is a piece of shit. He is he is an utter piece of shit. And you should be ashamed for voting for him no matter what your politics are. There's no way he should be uh, in elected government. Although if you're like me and think that most of elected governments are pieces of shits, then I guess he fits in nicely. But uh, yeah. But he's asking, let's make very clear what he's asking to do. He's asking people to do something that actually does go against Twitter's rules. Twitter's rules. Just now like he's the not just asking, he's offering money to break right. Twitter's rules. Yes. So he's offering money to do something that actually goes against their rules, which is to dox these people, which is to identify these people, some of whom are teenagers, just like Kathy Griffin did, wanted to dox this Covington kids, you know, online. She's still on Twitter, just like on Facebook, how Antifa organized and even created a meeting event for an actual physical protest at Tucker Carlson's house, where we have video footage of Antifa yelling in a bullhorn, we know where you're asleep, you're not safe. These, these, all of these accounts are still live and they're actually threatening and doxing people for real. Milo has never organized people to go to a journalist's house and yell through a megaphone. We know where you're asleep. You're, you're not safe. You know, Alex Jones has never stood outside of a Planned Parenthood or, or pick somewhere. I don't know, pick somewhere where he might stand. He's never stood out there and said, let's dox these people. Like I, it, why is this guy still on Twitter? Right. So the same day that this is going around Twitter, maybe this went around a couple of days before, but I think I don't think so. The same day that this is going around Twitter, Twitter is busy banning the AOC press parody account. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. That's, that's what's going on at Twitter. And so, you know, we just need to realize Twitter is, is the enemy. I mean, we're on Twitter because a lot of people feel like you got to be on Twitter and, and we feel like that too. But um, when it comes to politics, they are the enemy and Look, I'd love to just pressure them to change and give up their uh, agenda or or I'll go to another platform. But um, Twitter's the enemy here. Yeah. And, you and know they're, what not, I- they're, they're manipulating. They're trying to manipulate the, the conversation uh, prior to the election. That's their goal, clearly. And not just Twitter, all of social media, Facebook, yeah. Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. They're all trying to interfere with the 2020 election, the very thing they've all been decrying. And I love how, I mean, I don't love it. I just, I find it so interesting how you can hide something in plain view and you can, you can do something more easily when you're accusing others of doing it. Does that make sense? Well, I think they only get away. They only get away with it because we're in a culture where uh, we don't, we don't know culturally we don't know how to stand up against it and fight back against it right people are afraid to look at twitter and say uh or they're afraid to look at social justice people like this brian guy and say you're a bigoted piece of shit you're a racist you're a bigot and you shouldn't even have friends let alone be a representative um there's like people are afraid to say that or maybe don't recognize uh, how horrible this is. And I think that's more of a reflection of our culture. If we were in a culture full of people like, uh, like, uh, Michael Morrison and, uh, and, and people like us, Twitter wouldn't do this cause they wouldn't get away with it. Right. Um, I have an idea. What this guy, Brian Sims is in Philly, right? Yes. And th- this is what he's spending his time doing. I would love if we had the technology. I don't think you can do this. I'd like to just take his video and splice it with the Muslim kids in Philly who are singing about chopping off heads. 
and he's in front of the kids like, who are these kids? Let's get their names. <laughs> but we do have the technology. We just don't have the time. Right. Uh, That's who you should be doxing. What yeah. is happening here? I'll give you a hundred dollars if you tell me who this kid is talking about chopping off heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's in the same place. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty horrible. So uh, he, anyway, I, sorry, go ahead. No, I just, I, I think it's, it's funny because we talked about that just yesterday, same right. city. And this is what he finds to be most worthwhile right right that's true same city this is what he wants to talk about there's some people praying outside of an abortion clinic yeah, yeah. um <sighs> all right carrie so much for tuesday <laughs> so much for tuesdays hey i was thinking let's do fancy hat fridays because all right. i don't have hats but it'll be your fancy hat friday because of alliteration and also because we're going to sleep in to the luxurious hour of nine, right? Well, you are. I I'm am. sleeping in the luxurious hour of seven, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll have to figure out something fancy that you do on Fridays. But it has to start with an hey, F. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I can go beyond my ties. They're so awesome. Uh, you fancy know. tie Friday. Fancy tie. I don't, yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll think of something. Yeah. We'll um, I'm just trying to cheer you up because you seem really especially bummed out by today's news. I know. I'm just angry. I know. I'm just angry. And I think hey, we should be angry. There's nothing wrong with anger. In fact, yeah. anger, you should be angry. You should be outraged. And I, I know we live in an outraged culture, but I'm not talking about being outraged that some person said or taking something out of context. I, you should be outraged that Twitter is trying to manipulate the election. That's what's happening. And that's yeah. a big, that's a big deal. So that's worth outrage. So save your outrage over, you know, uh, off-color jokes and be outraged about this. About something real. Yeah. Do you want to do the outro today, Carrie? You're just a basket of puppies. You do it. I'm kidding. <laughs> Guys, really, truly. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> screw YouTube and screw Twitter. But please follow us there. Until we get off and screw you, Facebook. But if you're not oh, subscribed to us on Facebook, please subscribe to us on Facebook. But screw them. But subscribe <laughs> yeah. to us before we do a mass exodus. Thank uh, you, guys. <laughs> and good night. No, YouTube, YouTube is, uh, honestly, YouTube is better. At least they just demonetize people, but they don't kick them off as much. Um, as often, yeah. So, uh, all right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, bye, everyone. <laughs> we'll see you all. Uh, tomorrow.